You're listening to the Grand Summit Weekly Podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? My name is GB Kid. Uh, this is actually our very first episode of our podcast. We're actually doing the most, well, I feel like which is one of the greatest conversations that needs to be had within our community, uh, a Blackie podcast. But before we get started, I would just like to introduce my co-hosts, or they can introduce themselves. Okay. Oh, please say something. <laughs> Go ahead, Sage. So, oh, yeah. So, hello. I am uh, VG Sage. Some people just call me Sage uh, from Grand Skin Gaming. Yeah, I've, I've known, uh, you know, these two guys for like five years now. And uh, great times, very interesting opinions on things. So uh, I'm looking forward to this podcast. And uh, yeah. Hey guys, I'm Kenjo. Um, I've known both of these guys for a while since I was in college, as well as I've known GB Kids since middle school. So uh, this probably won't be the last time you'll hear me say that or him say that. So yeah, and I'm really interested to talk about, you know, anime, geek culture, all that stuff. So yeah. Glad to be here. All right. And we also have a very special guest today. Of course, she is one of the leaders of the Weeb Closet. Very cool <laughs> YouTube channel I've been kind of watching. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Anka or Idiosin Anka if you see me out there on the interwebs. Um, yes, I am part of the Weeb Closet. We've been on a hiatus, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> 2020, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, things happen. But um, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank y'all for having me. Of course, of course. And since you are the special guest to our podcast, you do have the floor to the very first topic. And the very first topic that we're going to start with is growing up in the new age as a black geek. So where we got our geek side from and how it changed our viewpoints from the world. Like, you get the floor. Well, okay. So... That's easy, of course. Um, so, like I just got done telling y'all, I grew up with three older brothers, and uh, my dad and my mom both very technologically sound. Um, so we've this. I've been immersed in it since I basically come out the womb. We had everything growing up, of course, almost every new console except it stopped at the PS2. So <laughs> then after that, I had to buy an Xbox for myself once I got to college. But you know, that's beside the point. <laughs> But anyway, um, like most of everybody, grew up watching a lot of anime on Saturday mornings on CW or something like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's where I got most of mine from. And then whatever my friends were talking about at school. Um, and that was basically it. So, yeah. What was it? 4K? What was it? 4 Four TV? 4 Kids uh, TV? Yeah, 4 Kids. Well, yeah, I know Four Kids was on Fox, and uh, WB, of course, was Warner Brothers. So. Yeah. yeah, they brought like the Sonic. They they brought like that anime Sonic version. I was like, oh snap! But heck, the Kirby anime too. I forgot about that. Mm. Oh man, back mm -hmm. in the day. Oh, then late at night, Cartoon Network and Tsunami, all that stuff. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting though, because like um, like for me, I actually wasn't allowed to watch a lot of anime and stuff like growing up. But, you know, mm -hmm. Cartoon Network was still on. So, you know, I, I'll take, like, a sneak peek. It wasn't until, like, college that I actually got into Naruto. 
and like from some of the episodes that I tried to like sneak watch, I'll go, okay, so that wasn't that far in the series. It's literally the tuning exams and stuff like that. And so like actually um, really seeing that is actually really, really cool. Like how uh, diverse anime is as well as other type of, uh, I guess, geek culture and stuff that I'm starting to really immerse myself more into now. Like when I, when I first started, it was actually um, like, when I was younger, we had a PS2, but really it was like the uh, it was like the N64 and the Genesis, and they were older consoles at the time. But like, uh, well, yeah, they're they're basically approaching older consoles at the time, but uh, it was basically what we had. We didn't have a lot, and so like, if my brothers wanted it, then th- that's what we were gonna play. So yeah, um, I know like, I can play games like uh, like WWE, like No Mercy. Of course, um, everyone loves that one for wrestling. Uh, WrestleMania 2000, um, as, as well as like that Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater uh, game. So, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Robot definitely. Um, I started off with watching Late Night, Toonami, and stuff. Um, the first time I watched the anime was probably when I was moving in Kansas, and we were like, this was like my parents are military. Well, my dad's military, so when we were moving, we stayed at like a, like a hotel or so. And that was the first time I had a TV in my room, which was lit. Um, so we, it was a Dragon Ball Z was on that night. And I was just like, me and my sister was just vibing out, just watching that. It was great. But afterwards, like when I, we moved to Virginia, it was, um, what was it? Bleach, Naruto, Kikaishi, and, um, Inuyasha. Those were like a couple of ones that we like me and my sister and my cousin, we stayed up and watched all Saturday night. And then like Sunday, sadly, we had to go to church, but you know, sadly, we didn't have to go to church anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, Whoa. I'm going to say it. I'm going to keep it real. Wow. It's crazy. Look, because he had to put. Look, I mean, he's I'm not like, lying. Yeah. yeah. Like, did you really want to go to church on Sunday? Like, I mean, I, mean, I, like you, you know, you, know what you were just like, you know what? When it came to children's church, hey, children's church was lit. Talking mm-hmm. about it like, was when the homies met up every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? You grew like up, you, yeah, you, you grew not, up with everybody. Not, <laughs> not, not for the fruit stacks of children's church, yeah. That's not, wild. Not when it's uh, your grandfather who owns the church and it's your dad Ooh. that has to get there early to open it. And mm. yeah, because that means you get there before everyone else. You have to wake up early, and if you're not on time, then it sets everyone back. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Y'all had till two p.m. Mm. It's crazy. That's cool. We also had church till two p.m. All right, let me go ahead and start with mine too. Um, growing up in the new, growing up as a black geek, I am probably I'm not the first black geek or nerd. Um, I would have to give that to my uncle because he's a huge Star Wars head. And that's where I got my my geek side from. Um, but I will say when it came to like, when it came to anime, when it came to sci-fi, and when it came to everything else, like I did that myself in a way. Uh, of course, like everybody had like the weird memory of Fully Cooly when they were a kid where they just kind of see like um, probably like the last, probably like the last, the episode before last when like, Literally, or the maybe the last episode where like the dude has the biggest part of his it on um, his forehead like exploded and there's like a gigantic monster on the screen. Yeah, I was in bed at like the age of four or five with my grandma, like, and I randomly woke up because I had a nap earlier and I was just like, "Yo, what is this?" And I wanted to watch more. So, but my grandma kept waking up, so I kept changing the channel to Disney Channel and I kept going back between Tsunami because in my house, 
Adult Swim was a no-no. It was too much. My mom is actually known as one of the parents who tried to take Toonami off the air. And she's, yes, there was like, back in the, back in the day, uh, a lot of parents uh, got Funimation off the air and all the other anime stuff off the air. My mom was a part of it. My mom was a part of that. And she told, and she told me like this year and I said, are you serious? She's like, yeah, I signed that petition. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, you know, that's like literally all I watch now, right? She's like, and I signed it, and I was just like, yo, you're, you're a boring parent. <laughs> wait, 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 what year was this again when they did all this? Like at yeah. that time, did like, you have to go and look for petitions? Oh it's not like social media was as no, like legitimate, like legitimate. It was weird, like you know what I mean? Because it wasn't like social media now, but like there was a whole parent petition mm-hmm. that a lot of parents signed to get Tsunami off the air, which didn't work um, until like later and Tsunami quote unquote got canceled due to rating issues and then it brought back. But Funimation, other anime um, like places, I forgot. I know remember Funimation was like the biggest one. My mom helped get that off the air. And I remember the channel was on for DirecTV too, like and everything. And she she got it off the air, and it was terrible, man. I was like ten. <laughs> I was so upset, but I didn't know she helped get it off the air until like I turned twenty three. <laughs> mm. I promise. That's, that's um, actually surprising. I know it is. It is. It is actually very, very traumatizing to find out that your mom helped or get rid of something that she thought she could get rid of it in the household. It didn't matter. <laughs> like, honestly, like thinking about it too, I don't. I don't know, like th- that going away. I don't. I feel like at that point you kind of clinged on it to it even more, because like at for a point, like really, all you watched and a lot of your influence was Adult Swim and like Toonami and stuff and anime and things like that. Like Adult Swim helped shape a lot of people's music, like with lo-fi beats or just like cool soothing beats to listen to. That's all I listen to mostly in the day when I'm just chilling and playing video games, um, and studying too as well and adult swim helped cultivate what i wanted to watch on tv i was like it also you know helped mold my humor but mostly like it helped really mold my black geek there's only one other black geek in the family i'm an only child so it's my uncle and he doesn't do black geek like i do black geek he does star wars star trek i do star wars star trek is eh. I forgot to mention. So my mom actually, I I started with Star Trek first, and then I found out about Star Wars. But that was because my mom. So, okay. Oh no, I was forgetting something. (laughs) What's up? So like, which which Star Trek? Like, did you start with the original, or did you like jump in? Oh, oh yeah, like the all the old stuff, like not the next generation, but like all the stuff before that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I jumped in with the next generation, but I kind of want to go back and, and watch the original series. It's worth it's like, it. Yeah, because I like I have respect for it and everything. I just um, I actually started Star Trek by accident. Um, my my roommate. Um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like, I, I ended up having a, uh, a, a like he was kind of rude and like so he had like this like he had the TV like blurring at like three o'clock in the morning, and like it, w- because of the college we go to, of course, we share the same room, and it's like, all right, great, this huge TV. 
just blaring Star Trek, and you know, like the dun da da da. It's just like damn. Like, like, but then, like, I like I actually start watching it. I go, dang it, this is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he already clicked the "Are you still watching?" Yes. Like, you know. So like, I'm just watching it. I, I realize it's like six o'clock in the morning. I was like, dang. And so I end up looking up myself and like, end up watching like I think really I'm actually done with the season. I went back to rewatch it, but. Not season, but the series. It's actually pretty good. Dang, mm-hmm. I got church in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I didn't even realize. I forgot that shit, Grandfather. Oh, man, church, it's crazy. I know, um, man, you know what? That's a big, that's a big thing, too, because Tsunami's best content was Saturday night. And, and, like, waking up for church to get ready at church for, like, eight o'clock in the morning where you're up at like three because you're trying to watch you're supposed you're trying to like sneak to watch the oblongs or in you watch yeah man that was that was a weird time oh you shouldn't have stayed up last night you knew you we had church in the morning yeah okay so much yeah. it's just like yeah okay so i have school i have to do all this like okay so i get saturday off kind of oh because y'all don't know because of the fact that because of the fact that um, my grandfather owned the church and my dad would help him, um, we used to go to the, um, we dang it, what's it called? We used to basically, uh, like, we would go to the nursing home on Saturdays. And so, you know, like, uh, when they used to have, like, um, Four Kids TV, so, I like, I would try to watch that, and they'd be like, all right, time to go. And it's like, I have to watch it at the nursing home. So we over here singing this little, lot of, like, this, like uh, nothing but the blood and all that. And I'm over looking at the TV right over there and looking at Sonic X. Like, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, absolutely. You gotta go fast. <laughs> yo, yo, that theme song was fire. Yo, we, yo, that theme song was fire. I remember from to this day. Oh, man. I still remember, um, What's it called? When we were like me and my cousin and my sister would uh, stay up and watch it, and my parents, I would like pray that they would like just see us downstairs and just walk by or just start cooking or something like that or start cleaning up. I know when the music plays, that means we have to clean up the house. Yeah. So <laughs> when we were playing the music, I was like, yes. <laughs> like I just like you know how you just act like you're sleeping. You just like close your eyes for a little bit more. <laughs> just hopefully they walk away. Yeah. I just. I'd just be like, thank God. When they walk walk out of the room, they're like, you know what? We'll go next week. Because we never got to um, church on time. That was our that was our worst thing. It was just like, my dad was like, we never get to church on time. Like, let's do this. Y'all were the and, family that came after the collection. Yeah. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> my dad be dropping like 20s in there. Or it would be like, you guys got change, Kendall? And I'm like, no. And he's just like, he's just like passing me and my sister like change. He's like, put it in there. I'm like... <laughs> Like if I don't have change, I don't have change. Like they'll get me next time. The Lord knows me. Like He understands. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I the Lord the be okay if I don't give him a twenty. Either. Just be going in there, and be like, here, I'm gonna give a twenty. Let me just put that in there. Take this back, you know. Yeah. I remember the change. first time I went to Kendall's church. It was like late. I think oh, yeah. we were like thirteen. Yeah. And like, yo, his pastor came to my house, and I'm like, how do you know where I live? And I forgot. Like, if you're a new member, Kendall was like, you have to write your address down. I'm like, yeah. do I have to? He's like, bro, you have to. And the pastor came to my house, and I was scared. I thought it was in trouble. Like, because I don't remember if I gave money when I went to Kendall's church that one time. But he left me like a huge bag of cookies, and I was like, oh, word, he's cool. Because he had cookies in his hand. I'm like, bro, that's some stranger danger right there. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, 
figures was <laughs> pretty... really at that point. That's just called DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> he um he was cool it was just like actually prior to him being a pastor like knowing him as a pastor he was my, actually my my um baseball coach and he was like yeah i got a church i'm like that's convenient and my dad's like, oh yeah <laughs> my dad's like oh we got a church to go to i'm like great great and so yeah i see him on the field and i see him in the church and i'm like okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right cool let's get into the next topic yeah, yeah next- i'm sorry no, you're good. You're good. No, bro. No, I apologize. Uh, the next topic is going to be the challenges Black Geeks have faced. Uh, when growing up or even discussing now, uh, being a geek has caused challenges for you personally, whether it affected relationships, like with with uh, friendships, dating, and, of course, family members. And how did you guys overcome those challenges? I'll give the first floor to Kendall. Mm. I mean, sorry, kid Joe. Excuse me. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I already said my name already. That's all right. Um, huh. So, since, like, we we were military, we had to move around a lot. Um, anime and as well as cartoons kind of played a big role in me and my sister's lives. Like, my sister's an animator, and um, I just, I do, you know, graph design and um, drawing every now and then. But anime and cartoons, like, we'd watch cartoons religiously we still watch cartoons like there's nothing wrong with it but um it definitely helped when we were moving and stuff and having to get readjusted that's how we you know we got we calmed down that's that's what we did play video games as well kingdom hearts <laughs> i would talk about kingdom hearts so much because i love kingdom hearts and when i i remember when i moved to new jersey and i know sage will give me crap about new jersey but oh <laughs> I, you, I know you will, but um, all the like neighborhood kids, like I'll be like, guys, come on over. We, I got a new game. I gotta show y'all. I was like showing them how, like the beginning of Kingdom Hearts two and everything. I'm like, look, there's all the Disney characters. It's all this. Uh, yeah, like I'm like, this music is great. Me it's fire. Me. You get a sword that looks like a key. Oh baby, like, I was, I was such a nerd. Don't go. They're just like, what the hell is this? I'm like. It's Kingdom Hearts, isn't it cool? They're like, yeah, let's go outside. I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, that's they have no way. Yeah, like every everybody was thinking like Sanctuary and Kingdom Hearts one joint too, bro. Nah, like I I believe you because like there's there's a lot of people like that. Like if it's not football or if it's not basketball, mm-hmm. then it's nothing good to them. So oh yeah, yeah. it sucked, but I mean, me and my sister played it. That was how we bonded. We got like two player games on PlayStation Two, oh uh, as well as Kingdom Hearts. If like we would switch like. If she dies, then I I play, and if I die, she play, which I died a lot, so she played a lot. So, um, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so, anime really helped me out. Like that's how I talked to Adrian, and you know, a lot of friends from college, I talked to them about anime and cartoon. I just I was myself, you know, and that was that was a big thing about it. So, there's a little bit, you know, there's some hit or miss with people, but you're gonna find the right people if they you see who you really are. So. I guess they never miss, huh? <clears throat> All right. Okay, you don't get to go. Uh, next. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> uh, Anka, if you want to go, or okay, so I didn't have any issues with like friendship and family members because like we we're everybody I've known all my life has been more or less a nerd. Okay. So, um, and then we had a little bit of that sports stuff mixed in, but it wasn't like overbearing on the sports it was more like the nerdy stuff which i'm grateful for but the only issue i have is with dating <laughs> like, oh, okay. it's so hard 
just like, why is it so hard? It's like, soon as, um, because I'm in IT as well, so that's like another thing on top of everything else. So it's like, when everybody, it's like when I start, um, like going on a date with somebody and I start talking about everything, and then I start laying all this nerd stuff out. They're like, you losing. Go all of a sudden. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's cool. You, I mean, why is that such a big deal? I don't understand that. It's what I like. So I'm not out here trying to take over the world that y'all know of. But um, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. That's the only thing. And I mean, I've never, of course, have not overcome that challenge. And I probably never will. It's just whoever God has for me is for me. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I say keep trying because honestly, it. You know, some people think of like the perfect one. I mean, or like the the person that's for you means you're going to find out that other people just weren't, and you're going to find out it's a lot of people that aren't. And so, mm-hmm. just keep trying. Um, oh, I'm not even worried about it. I'm just out here doing my own thing. <laughs> it's you know we all know what the Bible says: the he that findeth a good wife findeth a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I'm not. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, I, I I definitely I definitely agree with you. Um, I know for um my experiences, like uh, in terms of f- friendships and things like that, uh, yeah, no, it 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 definitely kind of was a problem, and I, I, that's why I like having this conversation too, because it allows us to actually like see how this has affected us in different areas. Um, I know for me, because of the fact of like me growing up with a Christian household, um, there's a lot of misunderstanding about what things actually are. And so there's a lot of getting stuff from the preacher versus checking out for yourself to see exactly what it is. And um, like like Pokemon and stuff. And like you could really refute a lot of that, uh, that, that, that preacher that was trying to push the narrative on that. Um, like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. And so it was just like, you know, a lot, like especially growing up, a lot of people were really into Pokemon and I wasn't allowed to touch the games, watch the show or anything. Like I did try to like sneak watch it and stuff. But like, I always felt like I was missing out because I wasn't allowed to play the games or something, or I wasn't allowed to have the Pokemon cards, which is weird because my cousins had them. Let's not talk about that. Anyway, um, but yeah, and so I feel like when it was when I try to actually talk to people, and this is what they'll be into, I would go like, they'll be like, oh, you know this character, this this character, this Pokemon, uh, like, oh, this show, and like I, like I don't know, like it wasn't until later on. So this is like earlier in my life. It wasn't until later on that I start like taking the risk more and like actually understanding it. Like, you know, of course, like watching Pokemon, playing it. I mean, there were, um, you know, there were ways of getting it then where your parents didn't have to pay for it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like it, it affected me there and just feeling like I, I could be in the in crowd. I mean, cause I did do other things that were considered, I guess, geeky in a way, like I said, with video games and, um, so that's kind of how I was able to to keep into the the, the, the crowd of and not really just the in crowd as much as just having a group of friends that I feel like could understand what you were doing, you know. Mm. So yeah. yeah, I feel that. Gotcha. I think when it came down to me, <clears throat> I knew that like uh, I was like the only geek in my family. I was the only geek in my family, and I knew that like I'm an only child. Um, and I'm the oldest cousin, um, and I'm the only, <clears throat> I'm like, I'm the only, I'm the only cousin who really just stayed with being a geek, 
my my younger ones have no need for it. They're nerds. They're incredibly smart. <laughs> don't care about being a geek at all. They don't care about video games. They don't care about anime. They don't care about cartoons. Nah, don't care. Um, but it didn't really affect anything with my family. Like they knew what it was. They knew I was. They would rather me be a geek than be in the streets. Um, so, um, of course, I went out, go outside and play with my friends when I was younger. But when it got to like middle school and high school, those were like the biggest challenges that I faced. Kendo knows what I'm talking. Kendo knows what I'm talking about. <clears throat> we went to a predominantly white. Uh, middle school and high school where we faced a lot of different challenges when you're the like 10% of the population in your area um, and the people around you are ignorant to your culture um, it is very hard for someone like me who does uh, who apparently to them doesn't act like how my culture should apparently act um we me and kenjo we got a lot we got a lot of you guys aren't black you're like the whitest black dudes we know mm-hmm. like you don't you don't act black yeah i don't think I, I don't think you're black like you know what i'm saying and they got comfortable they got comfortable and it's kind of hard to step above uh those challenges when you have a lot of people beating down on you and I don't I don't really like the area that I went to high school in. Uh when I came from middle like I came to a different area, this part of Virginia called A Market. Uh but I'm just gonna keep it like that. Uh the place where I was before was really diverse. No one really cared if you were a geek or not. You had geek friends. Like Xbox three sixty, Xbox Live was a huge thing. Everybody had Xbox parties where you got to basically just talk to your friends about geeky stuff. Um but then you go to middle school, you're at the lunch table, or you go to high school and you're at the lunch table in the hallway. And you're I go to a place that's very diverse to a place that's predominantly white. And, and there's small margins of pockets of other cultures. So it's more dominant. So that means these people who are kind of ignorant and don't really see they don't they don't really see how other cultures kind of like see other stuff. They, they just only get it from TV or they get it from news or they learn it from their parents. And unfortunately, a lot of it was they learned from their parents. Um, so we had a whole bunch of other different people telling us how we should act, how we should be, because this is what they've seen from other people in our community. Um, so talking the way that I'm talking to you now, not using a whole bunch of slang, or curse words or the n-word um i was not looked as a black person because i was geek because i was slightly nerdy because i i just wasn't my family didn't want to put me on to certain stuff like that and i was just on to a different type of subject that was it you know so what's up Um... Yeah, no, it wasn't until, like, just think about it. It wasn't until 2016, I have to say, and there's a reason why I remember that specifically, that date, the year. Um, it wasn't until 2016 that someone would say, oh, you sound intelligent, versus, oh, you you don't sound like you're from around here, or you, you sound like you're white. And it's just like, 
when someone told me that I sound intelligent instead of because I used to I used to get that all the time. But when someone said intelligent, um, like because I went back home because um, I, I did end up moving away from North Carolina, which is where I was when I was talking about most of this. Um, a and C turn up. A, um, yeah, and, and and so like when I went back there, it was actually because it, it struck me. I ended up asking them, "Hey, you use intelligent? Why did you use that word?" Like it's 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 a stupid question, but at the same time, it just surprised me because that's not that's not usually the norm, you know. And I think that's a problem. Yeah, that wasn't the norm for us. It was you don't. It wasn't you don't. Oh, you sound intelligent. It was oh, you sound white. And I think the sad thing about it is when you get it from both sides, especially your own, mm-hmm. I think it hurt a lot more. Because, like I said, my family didn't mind me being a geek. They didn't care. They were happy. Um, I was in the house. I was away from the BS. But when it came to people who are, you know, us who are not geeks, they were like, you sound white as hell. I'm like, oh. I'm like, I mean, well, I, I like I love our, our culture, like you know what I mean. Just because I'm not like all, just because I'm not like I, I don't know how to say this. I don't. I'm not doing certain things that media portrays black portrays, people to be. Doesn't yeah. mean I'm any mm-hmm. less blacker. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Um, I think the yeah. What's up? No, like no, seriously. It's just, and that that's the way it is now. And I feel like. uh Back then, a lot of people didn't really get this as much as they get it now. Is it's really about being who you are, and yeah. who. So you don't really look at oh, I'm trying to act like this. I'm trying to act like this. For me, at least, maybe I, I'm I'm at this level, and I feel like as y'all being my friends, I can tell y'all kind of at this level too. You're not trying to be something you're not. You're just trying to be who you are, and whatever comes of it comes of it. You know. Yeah. I never had this persona. Like I never added a persona. When I got into middle school or high school, I was going to be who I was going to be. Like, the biggest thing about the challenge is how I overcame that challenge was I kind of started separating my, separating myself from those types of people who had those types of comments. And then I met up with people like Kenjo. Like, I, we had a whole group, like, dedicated, not dedicated to, like, black geeks, but dedicated to, like, it was diverse. Like, we, we knew people are different from everybody else. And it was became really gradually larger throughout the years of us. And then and when I when we left high school, we went to college at the illustrious Virginia State University. Um, we met uh, a Uh-oh. lot. Uh-oh. Okay. I had, you know, Sam was What's plugged. that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you had to be the VSU dance? Oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, rated the most number one HBCU in the year of 2008. Um, mm-hmm. Over a and Really? <laughs> yeah. So I, I had a feeling it would be a t Let's not get into that because both my, my brother and my sister went to a t Yeah, we're not oh, doing that right oh, now. Wow. Anyway. All right. Hey, it's okay. I went to UNCG. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That's, yeah. The real blue and gold. Anyway. Okay. Um, oh. I didn't say all that now. That's the, hey, your not... No, I remember I went to Thurgood Marshall and they're like VSU and they said Aggie Pride. And I'm, everybody was saying Aggie Pride. I'm like, Yeah. Aggie. I'm like, Bro, <laughs> like, they go to sleep praying about that. I feel like they say that in their sleep because they say, Aggie, bro. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure in Brazil, uh, they celebrate Jiho, which is the greatest homecoming on earth. And it's it's an A&T thing. That's how huge it is. 
so wow. like, I mean, it is pretty good, it, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it's just it's a problem because it's right. It's at the same time as uh, Virginia State's. So if Virginia State wants someone, if Virginia State confirms someone, uh, A&T is just like, you know what? At the last minute, we're going to have these people. And they go, oh, <laughs> our bus broke on the way to Virginia. It's like, so you went further down? I- okay. <laughs> A&T will be like, hey, we'll drop you more of a bag. A&T has more of a bag. When you have Terrence Howard, they, I want to say that's him, use, using they, NBC Universal, which uh, now owns E, they've owned it ever since the merger between uh, Comcast and NBC Universal, drops $40 million onto the uh, mass communications <sighs> division or uh, university, uh, well, college, I should say, <laughs> of, um, you know, A&T. Yeah, I guess they could do that. You know what A&T didn't win, though? 2018 number one rated HBCU in America. They didn't win that. that again? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 Let, Let's whoa. move on. All right. I, I, like, I can't BS <laughs> you. I can't. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and start lying to you today. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, when it came down to it, um, I will honestly say that going, I, we went to HBCU. We all like, you know what I'm saying? We went to HBCUs. We met with people who were, just like us in a certain type of way. Even if you didn't go to HBCU, no matter <laughs> yeah, what, you were gonna you were gonna link up with black, yeah. black people regardless. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, but when it came down to us, we knew that it was gonna be multiple crosses. You know what I'm saying? Because not a lot of people were really open to being. <laughs> uh, not a lot of people were open to being themselves just yet, and mm-hmm. we actually learned that heavily. Um, at college, I feel because a lot of our friends were like, you had some friends who were shy to hang out with the geeks, but then you had over time they just kind of gradually were like, yo, I am who I am, and mm-hmm. and that's the thing too because it's like you start to notice that for a lot of people it's the freshman year and going through those semesters, it's kind of like high school still and they're getting out and breaking out of that mentality. It's interesting to see who were friends, who hanged around who the first year versus even going into the third year, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was exactly that. I mean, you know, it, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, you go ahead. You got it. So I was gonna say it was interesting, and I actually I um, think it was a blessing because um, when I did apply to UNCG, um, there was like this school of science or uh, like a special school inside the school of science and math there, um, which I didn't get into. But there was like something else that I was ended up being a part of, which it just kept me around the nerdier, geekier people. And I never had to deal with, um, even though it was a PWI and all that good stuff. And I never had to deal with um, being or feeling like I didn't belong anywhere. And also, it also helped that most of the people in that program that I ended up being a part of my freshman year were black. So it's like, it worked out for me there. And so I didn't have to worry about that. So I was grateful. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how, yeah, go ahead, Kendra. No, um, honestly, it, I was lucky to have Adrian, oh, well, GBK, my bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mess up and say everybody's name on that. As long as you're um, not saying my whole government, bro. I don't I'm going to your whole government name, all right. Um, but, yeah, it was, I'm glad I had him there when I first got to school. And just, you know, all four years, it was great because I knew somebody there. My sister, on the other hand, she had to start point blank, you know, by herself. She's just like me. People will say she acts, you know, she talks white or so, but she, you know, she'll tell you off in a second, though. So she didn't let it slide, but she found her group. And then when I got there, I found my group. 
you know, um, I was not, you know, into everything that everybody else was in, but like, you know, we still had our own like video games and stuff, like especially in the cafe, we playing video games, playing like watching anime on the big screens and stuff. Naruto Storm yeah. Four Champion, yeah, right yeah. here, baby. <laughs> oh, whatever. No, you Champ- see me. Wait a minute. Wasn't... Yeah, you were not the champion. We can roll that clip back. Yeah. Oh, where's, where was Tay at? Actually, now nah, I think yeah, about I don't know it. where Tay was. Sorry, yeah. oh, man, that's crazy. That'd be everybody in the cafe. Oh, on my Xbox. It, it's, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you have confidence. That's that's mm-hmm. that's important, at least. Yeah, honestly. But no, when we were in the cafe, when we were playing anime and all, like watching game, I mean playing. Wow, <laughs> playing games and watching anime, you you'd start gradually seeing people that wouldn't be over there start moving their plates over and watching this stuff, and they just like, oh dang, what's that? Can you turn it up? I'm like, because we lit. Okay. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> act like you didn't like it. I'm like, it's right. all right. You don't have to say no. You don't have to sit over here. But I know it's you okay to have fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was it was it was cool to go to HBC and, and both my parents had went there, so of course I had no other choice. But um, yeah, it was it was good. It was a good experience, and then just making sure I found the right people that actually had my best interests, like these two guys. Like honestly, I wouldn't have asked for any better people in my life. But you know, they always have my back, and they you know whatever, Adrian. I don't <laughs> don't, get, don't get big head. But that's that's my scent. That's my two cents. I mean, when it comes down to it, I love you too, Brody. You know what I'm saying? All four, all roommates, all four years of college. All talking about you can't get rid of fight. Hey, talk, yeah, we we so, fought like every every single day of freshman year. That is that is fact. Mm. I'm talking like that's crazy. The first week, the first no, week, that's crazy. Freaking, I remember quad two, no quad one. We said we our dorm was next to um the RA room, and she. <laughs> She heard everything. So him yelling and everything. Because this man, this man would yell over every game. If he got mad, he would yell. And so I'm a changed like, person. I'm a mm. changed person. I was 18. That that year. I was wow. 18. Yeah, to be fair, though, uh, I want to say which was what junior year, uh, either mm-hmm. junior or senior, uh, Jay Storm also lived right beside you. And when we were in his room, <laughs> all we hear is, duh! And like, I had to be Tekken. We were just like, Tekken? Tekken. Okay, Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to mess with him all the time. Like, whatever we do, he was in the room. We just like, <laughs> like, hey, Josh. <laughs> but no, um, no, I, Adrian, I think we st- we fought freshman year, and the RA actually came in there. She she actually hit me with her belt. I was like, oh, whoa. No, yeah. hold, on, hold on, pause, Cap. That's Cap. Uh, he locked me oh, out the room. Man. Cap. <laughs> That's because okay. Hold on, hold on. We're getting off topic. <laughs> topic, my bad. All right. Um, the second half, I feel like we kind of answered our own question with this one. Uh, why did we feel like we need to suppress our interests and likes when it came to nerdy things? I don't think it, it sounds to me like none of us did that. Mm-hmm. Like we we already knew what the business was. You're not changing who I am. I mean, yeah, no, not really. Like I had stuff to to do like um like i had to pursue other interests because mm. that's what my parents wanted me to pursue and so like if i wanted to um like go out for sports and stuff um like it it, it helped in, in other ways because I, I did really well in them but um no not really suppressing it just kind of had to put it on the back burner a bit which i feel like mm. was different yeah yeah gotcha. that. So, could, did you change your whole personality did I? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. 
want to say I changed it. I think I just kind of, I don't, I never really cared what people thought about me anyway, but it's like, um, I was more out with it than I, I have been more out with it in recent years than I was growing up. Um, because I did get bullied <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> um, yeah. but, um, and a little bit in high school, actually. But now it's, I don't think I changed my personality didn't change. It's just like, just demonstrating what I'm really interested in changed. Mm. So, yeah. I know, you know what? I, I didn't answer this. I, I, I forgot to say it. Um, when it came to dating with being a black geek, that was the first thing I told people who, who were interested in me or I was interested in them. I'd be from Jump Street. I'm like, yo, I'm a geek. Like, I want you to know this. Like, I'm a strong geek. They're like, I have no problem with that. I'm like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> I'm a strong geek. Was that the anime list? Like, <laughs> I'm about to update. As a matter of fact, Follow me on, on Twitter, Sensei Passe. Updating my anime list that I made last year, I got plenty to keep going with. But but when I can't, I, I want to say this like right now, like I let a lot of the girls know I was like, yo, I'm a strong geek, and I want you to know that. I was just like, I've watched more animes than the average man. <laughs> What were some of the responses? Because you're just like going yeah, in on this. like, oh wow. I'm, I'm not like, gonna lie. Fine. Oh, no, you don't understand. No, no, no. <laughs> it came right. down to it. Like, <laughs> I never, I, I was never on that, that wave where it's just like, damn, if you're not a geek, I can't be with you. But you have to understand, like, if you can't accept my hobby, which is kind of my lifestyle, then mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard for us to be in a relationship. And it was just due to the fact of the matter being like, we were known, we are like literally known for like, oh, wow, oh, he's a geek. He ain't going to get no type of person like them and stuff like that. And a lot of times, like, people leave you because you're a geek. Like, you know what I mean? And only because, like, only for the sole fact that you're a geek. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't a geek who didn't take a shower, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. I'm not that type of person. But like, like, I was a geek who was like, if you let me have the controller, or now in cases the remote to the smart TV, I'm gonna put anime on, or Rick and Morty, or Avatar, or Samurai Jack, or or Justice League. Yo, Justice League was the ish back in the day. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, like I was a I'm a black geek at heart. Like I'm gonna put something on that you might not like or you might want to get into because like being a black geek opens you to a whole new world of new things whether it's video games comics mangas or anime Mm -hmm. or cons or cosplay there's multiple worlds to and i you know a lot of people were like can't do it some (laughs) the relationship with the lady i'm with now she was like i have no problem and i'm down to learn that's cool. Just like that. But I just wanted to say that really quick before we get into the new one. Uh, never let anyone try to control your hobbies ever, like at all. Like that, that is a part of you. That is a part of your lifestyle. And if they're trying to change that part of their lifestyle instead of compromise with you, then that's not a relationship you want to be in. Um, how can black geeks property, properly capitalize on their lifestyle 
and arise from the rest. Um, I want Sage to take head on this one for sure. I feel like I, I think I made this one for Sage literally for sure. And then Anka, I want you to go a second too. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it, it's weird because I'm probably just going to say what I've already said. Uh, in terms of capitalizing, really, it, it's just more being yourself. If, like, don't try to force anything. It's it's just if it's natural to you. If you're interested in this, then, you know, look into it. You know, um, like, for example, like you said with Justice League, I mean, DC, if you're interested in that, look into it. Maybe you like the comics. Maybe you're just more of a person that likes the games. Maybe you actually like, uh, really like the shows. Well, that, that's you. You know, that that's what you like. Go into it. Like, don't. And I think really what capitalizing, I feel like in this sense would make more sense of like, because, you know, you don't have to go out there and buy a whole bunch of merch and that automatically just makes you like level two of what you're doing. No, it, it's really just what you're interested in. If you like as a whole, uh, like if that's the only thing you're interested in, then fine. And when it comes to something that we would, I guess, kind of look at as geek culture. Um, if you're into like let's say superheroes as a whole and like it, it doesn't uh matter like if it's just things dealing with DC or um like or Marvel but like some some like independent things like that then yeah definitely like the comics all of that just be who you are capitalizing on it isn't something that we know what it really looks like when it comes to situation like you can go are you going to capitalize on some type of like uh moveset in a game or whatever or we can capitalize on a setup that we did like maybe um when it comes to an investing you know like it looks different in this situation because it's not that you're trying to get a goal of you know i'm trying to achieve a certain amount of this it's really just who you are think about what you want and then live your life Gotcha. Anka? So, I feel like Sage adequately answered this question, but um, I think one of the other ways is that we kind of get or hold people accountable or get other people in the Black community to stop gatekeeping other people in the Black community that are trying to, you know, do what this question is asking us or how or how can we properly do that because like you said sage you don't have to like buy a whole bunch of merch and then do all that but there's a lot of people in the black community that are out here like oh you weren't into this before so you can't really say you were yeah. doing this i'm like why are you trying to keep me from enjoying something with you like yeah. i might yeah. not have been able to um enjoy it back when it was popular because my life might have been actually in danger hopefully it wasn't but um <laughs> so yeah i mean one of the ways is that we just kind of get on the gatekeepers and then um really just show people or just lead by example of how um just do the best we can do our own research and all that good stuff so right. um and then be willing to learn from other people that have been doing this for a long time right. i mean that's the best way to capitalize on anything you learn from the people you're, you learn from your predecessors so yeah you know it's exactly crazy off of that. You, um, you say gatekeeping I, I want to say that's exactly like right um, catch this uh, I've had people that basically would try to gatekeep me because I'm not keeping up with certain things that they think I should be keeping up with and right. if I can't if I can't keep up with this then that means I shouldn't be able to do any of this and it's just like what, what is that mm -hmm. Where does that come from? Like, why is that logical? More importantly, with everything else in the world, why do you care? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, what? 
what benefit does it have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, you're bored at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, um, I'm not gonna lie. When I was younger and I was dumber and I was angrier, I used to gatekeep, and it was only due to the fact of the matter. I know, I used to gatekeep, but it was only because, and this is gonna go into the next. This will be like the next segment where we're not gonna go into it yet because I think Kendra has something to say. Um, I didn't, I didn't necessarily like how certain people who used to bash on me tried to take away my blackness for me and just try to treat me less than a person which is now trying to be on my wave and the wave on a whole a whole bunch of us i was just like nah please piss off like yo <laughs> you don't even deserve to be in this area yo it was like a mean girl thing like can i sit here this is like you know what i'm saying and i didn't i and like when i got older i was just like i let that hate go i let that hate go i was like nah like, you know what I'm saying? That, that's not healthy. That's not how I want to live my life. And on top of that, too, like, I want more people to enjoy the culture because black geek culture is a culture. It's a different culture in itself. And mm-hmm. I believe everybody has a chance to, of course, be happy in this type of culture. But mm-hmm. yeah. No, um, no, I agree with the, like, some people just gatekeep and it gets annoying. Like, I mean, yeah, it's happened before where um, I think it happened, like, couple months ago whereas somebody talking about me about you you guys know <laughs> where it was about the whole bleach like because i again like i said when i was younger i stayed up and watched bleach with me and my sister and my cousin and um we love the show like it, my favorite opening is um is opening number seven which is uh what is it called <sighs> dang excuse after me after dark we, my bad after go, dark. how did i do like, that sorry. But yeah, it was my ringtone. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I was sitting there recording it on my flip phone when I was younger. But no, the thing was, I loved the show so much. And when some like it was like he was just like, "Wait, you don't know what happened at this part? You haven't finished the series?" I'm like, "Look, I stopped because I just you know I was watching other series and I just kind of stopped with Bleach. And you know there was a certain season I was on I forgot. But yeah, I told him he's like, "You're not even." done with the series yet like what are you talking about you're a, you're a fan i'm like i'm a i am a fan like just because i haven't finished the series and i'm not caught up with you doesn't mean i don't like the show any less and so i agree like some people that can deter people away when you just like you're not a big fan you're not as big of a fan like going to cons and stuff like i dressed up as uh what was his name major armstrong from full metal alchemist and oh, people wow. were just like yeah I never cosplayed before, and that was the first time I did it. And that was, like, the biggest con in D.C. And I was like, yo, this is lit. People were like, yo, I love it. Can I take a picture? I'm like, yeah, sure, I guess. But, um, yeah, I had one guy. He was just like, yo, that's a really cool um, um, version of uh, Major Armstrong. I didn't know. He was like, that's cool. You made it your own. I'm like, made it my own. I'm just just being Major Armstrong. Like, (laughs) he was just like, it was because I had the beard, and then I had the the brown mustache and like the curly hair and stuff and he was just like yeah you made it your own i'm like no i just made major armstrong it's okay like <laughs> it's not like i made a black version of him or anything i just was major armstrong just take it and leave it okay <laughs> but yeah what's black. by the way but it was black. Uh, otakon otakon oh okay yeah 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 that was that was really fun and i had never been to a rave until i went to that one in necrocon and raves are shit like I went to DC. When I tell you the black nerds and all the nerds, like there's people coming from overseas to this, 
and it's just a big old like club party and it's just like anime music and in like edm and all that stuff and like it's lit like this is really lit you got people in cosplays like there's a sasuke in the circle it's like like go sasuke (laughs) (laughs) it was lit like it was really lit i really want everybody to go one time because you're just gonna be like yo where have i been like it's like i found my people and i found you know where we're all at and otakon is it like go to cons i swear go to cons Momocon too. Yeah. I couldn't make it to any cons last year because I was at work. But yeah. I did work for Anime Con, and that was late because I got to met, I got to meet some Crunchyroll executives, who I will try to hit up if I ever need a job in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's but, I mean, I can mm-hmm. get some ideas, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, what I also want to say, like, too, this is like a prime time for Black Geeks to truly capitalize if they want to turn their hobby into something that makes money. There was like a ton. I don't know. I, I know me and Sage have been paying attention to it heavily, but Twitch, YouTube, people are looking for Black voice actors now. Like, uh, something that was used to be extremely hard to get into back in the day, like vo- OG voice actors are now like, yo, like, make your voice be heard. Like, this is your opportunity. Yo, COVID, we'll, we have classes that we can teach you. And prepare you for all this like now it's you know this is the perfect time for people to basically be become a geek or use their hobbies to make money it, it, it's like if they're influenced by geek culture and basically everything that they see around them now because let me geek culture has exploded in a way that like it's definitely much more acceptable now um so like if they really want to look at everything around them and they want a part of it this would be i, I feel like really the time because um you know like everyone's getting in, like really everyone's getting into uh content creation if not they're getting into really buying the equipment to do it like i mean if you look trying to find just the basic starter lg camera is hard to do right now you're like you'll find the cheap one for like the same price as the better one because you know everyone's buying it right now and so same thing with equipment yeah like even with that just making content (laughs) and so i really do think that right now would be a good time um to really start because not only it's like this not only are the the, like everyone kind of getting into it there's starting to be a lot more um opportunities for it as well because with people going oh i want to do this also comes along other people going oh i want to make this so other people can make this react make this thing a reality with me and covid is giving them the time to as well yeah yeah so i i yeah i really think that's a a really good point though is yeah you can go around and go everyone's trying to do this but there's also more jobs coming with it or at least more opportunities coming with it and who knows where that can go because let's say you're doing this and it it may not work with you work for you the people that you meet working there or even the experience that you could put on your resume or uh to put in your um your demos and stuff it is it's it's invaluable in a way because it's like it's it's the experience you need Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Right. That's exactly Can I right. piggyback off that real quick? Go ahead. Um, just, just uh, um, the whole part about do like just go out in there and creating content because you never know who's watching. Part. Um, I actually got approached by Funimation not too long ago because of oh, Weave wow. Closet. I didn't get, I didn't get it, but oh. the fact that it even happened is because of Weave Closet with my friends. So it's like, girl, you better, you know. <laughs> Like literally, you know what I'm saying? Like we'll come down to it and grow keep growing with we closet and return to Funimation and be like, What's up? 
Okay. What's up with it? Like, so, I mean, like, yeah. This this is already a win because it allows you to kind of put your foot, if if not in the door, closer to it. So they they know you're out there. You know what I mean? Of they know you exist. Yeah. So that that's that says something right there because who knows? It may not necessarily be Funeration, but it might be a, another studio. Like I want to say Viz, if I'm correct there. Aren't you? Mm-hmm. Viz. Oh, Viz did have its own TV channel. I forgot about that because my mom helped take it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm actually surprised oh. about that though. I really am because she doesn't yo, seem like that type. After, she after doesn't. It. She's really chill. I know, I know. But yo, back in the day, she just she wanted to make sure her little boy was just not gonna get into anything like terrible and just inappropriate. And it sorry. didn't work. It didn't work because when it came down to it, like. It didn't work. Um, that's like my mom didn't want me to watch Twilight, but she let me watch Harry Potter, which I don't get. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, no, I get that because I wasn't allowed to watch uh, Harry Potter either. Um, mm. Yeah. Although, t- to be fair, though, I-, I saw the first scene of when I was in German class, I saw the first scene of Harry Potter, and then I actually wanted to thank her for that. <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> Hot takes. Um, I forgot. Yes. Like literally, this was like on accident. But I'm actually wearing my Dragon Ball Z rag. So I can go to bed and not mess my waves up. But I'm not doing a wave check. I just had a yeah, text. I was about to say, look like you about to do a wave check. No. Okay. All right. I'm not doing a wave check. I'm just gonna go ahead and change it. So it's yeah. Just, right. Uh, no. 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 no, no, no. It's, it's easy for me to take it off. Wait. Wait. There we go. So, we kind of had the discussion uh, beforehand, but the next segment is, is unless anybody has, like, a topic, something they want to say about capitalizing on being black geek. Oh, for people, for black people who are making t-shirts, start, start, they're doing black geek t-shirts, and you'll make a lot more money. This whole, we're, oh, I'm not my ancestors, you're right, you are not your ancestors, Mm because... You in the house. They was out in the streets. <laughs> uh, but yeah, start making you know black anime t-shirts and huge market for that. Like a well, gigantic market. For that. I'm just you know, saying. honestly, um, <laughs> honestly, going back to it, and I know we were going to talk more about this later, but I, I think one of our topics in terms of capitalizing this, in terms of like actual um, marketing it and being able to make products off of it. Um, no, that that's that's definitely it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we're going to talk about it more later, but that, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next topic, real quick, we just talked about it a little bit. I'm pretty sure nobody really wants to stand on this one either. Um, do black geeks need to get over the hardships they faced at a young age? If so, why and how can this help them? I would like to take the floor for this one really quick. Okay. Um, yes, I'm not going to lie. From a person coming from a person who used to be extremely angry, uh, like a very, like I might seem extremely goofy, but I was every goofy person has like a dark side. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying get over it, but I'm also saying give yourself time. Uh, I understand that things did happen when you're younger. I understand like if you were like me and Kenjo and a whole bunch of other black people, and you were judged because of your you being black and being a geek. Uh, try like people try to tell you black card from you yo like realize something that you're you're yourself you're your own person like you literally do not have to listen to anybody else like being a black geek is hot now people don't want to admit it and when it comes down to it i think this year alone because because of covid um the video game industry itself has surpassed 
the movie industry and making the most money, whether that's doing it all, doing stuff on Twitch, doing it on YouTube, doing all other streaming services, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook gaming, does not matter. Exactly. When it comes down to video game sales in general. Exactly. Yeah. Just video game sales in general, but just the culture of being a geek and being a black geek, like, yo, you're up right now. Like I'm, I'm, ta- I'm being real. Like you, you black geek who's possibly watching, you are up right now. Like the stuff that happened when we were kids, though, that happened when we were kids. But what you need to kind of realize now is you need to set aside that hate for the new generation. Because when it comes down to it, you don't want to share that hate. You don't want to be a gatekeeper anymore, dog. You're gonna keep pushing away people from like this great culture that we have right now. And when it comes down to it, like it's a really amazing culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, look at what, how we came so far when it comes to black representation and voice acting careers and video game careers, game development, IT. Come on, man. Like, literally, when it comes down to it, graphic designing, boom. Uh, <laughs> uh, literally, it's just like, the biggest thing that I can say to really help yourself is to give yourself time and to actually sit back and look at all the black geeks who basically went through the same things as you succeed and doing what you can also do with the time and the like with the time that you can put into it i'm not saying like yo it's covid you know what i'm saying you need to crack on it now but i'm saying like yo make time for it you make time for when you were a kid don't stop keep going with it now and don't don't be a hater don't be don't be like oh my god people only watching anime because michael b jordan says he loves naruto or uh kim uh kim kardashian says she likes darling in the franks like no don't do that man like yo cool like give them give those people other anime suggestions i'm about to update my anime suggestions on twitter and people gonna eat that up like they ate it up last year and kenzo you gonna help me because i low-key been kind of slacking this year due to the fact of the matter being i'm saying other black other my geek other stuff has to go up too but when it comes down to it, like everybody else can have before. My apologies, I had to get that out. Actually, um, it's it's fine. I wanted to say one thing too, because and I, I believe what you're saying is 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 to the tone of this. Um, by getting over, I think we should really define what really getting over it is. It's not just trying to set anger aside or just to go, well, that doesn't matter now. It's to really process where things are now and to really process what that was back then, why people did what they did and the misunderstanding on certain things. And also where people were when, when they did some of those things to you. And I feel like that would help you truly get over it versus just trying to forgive it, uh, just trying to forget something or to suppress something. And I believe that's what really GB Kid was, was getting out there. Um, because really, you, you'll notice really what matters now. And like, just like I said before, looking around us, like geek culture is, is everywhere. Like it, it's, it's really, at least from my position where I'm at, it's mainstream. Like we are really up right now. Like black geeks are really up right now. Like, and I, I don't want to just say like, yo, get over it. Like in a, in like this tone deaf, I don't care about your feelings type mood. But what I'm really saying is like, this is a chance for you to sit back, remember what happened, think about what happened, and look at where might like you know, be like, okay, that happened. Um, it hurt, and I understand that it hurt, but my future right now and the future for future black geeks like me have a better opportunities now than we did back in the day. You know, 
um, whether it was being mistreated by our own black people, by our own people, or mis- being mistreated or downplayed by our own race or, or, or other other races. The future for us is so much brighter today than it was back in the day. Yeah. Uh, what do y'all? What do y'all two think? Um, I definitely, I don't, I don't think "get over" is the right word either. Yeah, right I didn't word. mean to say "get over." <laughs> no, like I've, had, I've had, I've explained this to people on Twitter, and literally, were like, "get over it." So that's why I put in quotations in podcast notes: "get over." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. No, yeah. Um, no, I get it. Um, definitely, I think, like everything y'all were saying, definitely need to take and what happened. Forgive those people that mistreated you process it and then show other people that are coming in behind you how to get past it as well because they might be like oh I don't know uh it doesn't feel like anybody else has experienced this and but honestly I'm pretty sure most of us have gone through the same things growing up if we like these same things so definitely have to get past it in order to help those coming behind us for sure that's basically all i got to say no and you're absolutely right because i know again growing up and like i said not really being able to connect with other people you it, it is feeling alone type situation and i i don't i don't think that's exclusive to geek culture i don't think it's ex- exclusive to like i really think that really i don't know I, it's just it's the way i feel i feel like for a lot of situations people think that they may be alone and it, it may bring them to go to a place where you know, they can't talk to people about things or they don't think other people share their experiences. And so I think you're absolutely right on that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I agree with all three of you guys. Um, definitely, it's, like you said, not getting over it. Just understand where people hurt you, understand how they hurt you, and understand that it is okay to be hurt, but it's okay, you know, I'm sorry. It's okay to be hurt, but learn that, you know, it's going to make you a better person. You know, you're, what you're interested in is going to gravitate so many, it's going to have people gravitate towards you, Mm -hmm. you know, based off of, you know, if it's science, if it's anime, if it's cartoons, if it's, um, you know, fantasy, like D&D or fairy and stuff. I know a couple people like that. Like, it's whatever you like the like life is too short for you to be trying to fit into everybody's box and Mm -hmm. that's that's the one thing you have to learn is you have to be yourself and sometimes you have to break the mold i know that's that's the saying somewhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah you have to break you have to break out and you have to be yourself understand that you were made the way you're supposed to be regardless what religion you believe in or what you you know whatever you are your own person. You're made just specifically the way you are. And you have to capitalize. You have to be yourself and show people that you're comfortable being yourself. And people will be comfortable about it, too. If not, then they're not the person for you. And they're not the people that need to be around you. Period. Just like I, yeah, period. Who? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, period. Like yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, like, I have these friends from college and just, like, like everybody's had people, you know, gravitate towards them that are actually there for them and that have their best interests. People will have your best interests, you know, if you show who you really are, genuinely who you are. It's it doesn't make sense to fit into someone else's life and to fit in everybody else's like perspective. So 
that's if anything that's what i've learned like it's taken me what <laughs> since i was in college and i'm still learning to get yeah. through stuff but like having sage and gb kid you know and all the rest of my friends help me guide me through it you know i'm becoming more of you know more of an individual and being more you know confident in myself and yeah. that's yeah <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I was saying though, it it, it does really sound uh good. It, it feels good to know that you've taken a lot of what you've learned from us and actually apply it to how you think and how you approach things. Because mm-hmm. it's that it's kind of like that living in fear for no reason. Like, what yeah. real reason do you live in fear? Like, why are you afraid of this? What does this actually bear on your life? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learn from y'all because I used I definitely used to be a lot angrier, and if somebody was coming at me. Uh, there was some moments where people had to be like, yo, man, my man's relaxed. You feel me? <laughs> I was known on my campus as Angrian, and I hate that name to this day. Uh, but I, I definitely learned from these two right here that being angry about this is not the wave. And I'm I'm speaking, when I, when I speak from the people who probably told you and me the same thing, get over it. Like, I know... I know, I know how it feels, dog. You know what I mean. Um, anybody else has to stay on this topic? Because if you, oh, sorry, my bad. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Oh, and one thing, if y'all are, if you guys are really feeling like, if people, if you're listening to this and you actually are feeling that way and you feel like you just don't fit in, well, you got a podcast of people that actually do believe in you. And if you need to talk, you know, hit us up. So most of us have our own communities. So exactly. Yo, join Discord. Discord's a beautiful thing. Do you know what would happen if Discord came in back in the day? Yo, at our young yo, age, no, it'll change the game. Oh, yo, crazy boy. Just like it did, yeah. This you podcast is saying? sponsored by uh, Discord. Uh, no, it's not. not. Well, okay. You know, I, I would just, you you know, uh, I want to say it's contact or partnerships at uh, gsgesports.com. You know where to find okay. us on Discord. <laughs> Hit me up. Not on plan. Um. On to the next. This is uh this is a great segue into advice for new black geeks. Um, I want Anka to take this one. Uh, yes, Anka, I want you to take this one. Uh, it's just it's just due to the fact of the matter being like when it comes down to it, like let us know like can new black geeks do so to really just immerse themselves. So, um, including everything that we literally just said just you know drag that onto this topic um and then on top of that just take it slow because there is a lot of content out there you will get overwhelmed and you could be like okay i need to go sleep take a nap because i this is too much maybe it's not for me no you just need to figure out what you like because there's different facets of this whole geekdom thing i mean you got k-pop like you got cosplay you got anime you got all this other you got light novels you got manga you got all this different all these different things that you can you know sink your teeth into at your own pace and don't let anybody i mean you can get recommendations from people but don't let anybody try to sweat don't let anybody try to sway your perspective at the beginning because that's a quick way to turn yourself off to the whole um plethora of things that this dimension (laughs) has to offer so (laughs) just take your time and just take your time (laughs) 
No, that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Like, honestly, it, again, like, kind of just feel like look at what you like. You know what I mean? Like, understand what what's your thing, what's not your thing, um, and, and go from there. Like, that's that's kind of what I meant by like the whole uh, capitalize on it. It's not like you have to go. Well, now that I watch this anime, I have to watch this one because they're supposed to be similar. It's like sometimes it, it's just not going to work for you. Yeah. Uh, and then <clears throat> GB Kids right there. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of time as a kid. When you're an only <laughs> child, and when you get home, and the house is empty, because your mom is at work. Let me tell you something. All right. About all right. <laughs> sites such as Kiss Anime. If I edit this video, if, if I edit this video, I'm gonna hit all the beeps. Um, but alleged sites, like if you have a whole bunch of time and you just see those recommended playlists and you want to risk fat viruses on your laptop. Yeah, like, really. Like, <laughs> viruses, because, I'm not going to yeah. lie, man. Like I've had people, you know what I mean? Like I've had people who are like, you don't even look like a black geek. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I had someone get embarrassed. No. For recommendations. Animes. I had this dude try me. He's like, without looking on your phone, being twenty animes. And due to my free time of high school and college, I had a lot of animes on my palate. <laughs> um, but when it comes down to being being new black geek, um, recommendations. If somebody gives you recommendations, take it a whole lot easier than you think. Please don't think you have to rush into this type of lifestyle because you think you need to catch up. You don't have to catch up to anyone. You know, like, Ankh is right. Go with this by your own pace, because if you do not, you're going to burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically going to be like, nah. Yeah. I thought it was for me, but there's too much. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, you can literally pick and choose. Like, anything. It's like Korean barbecue. It's already made right in front of you. You literally just pick and choose what you want. Shout out to Honey Pig. <laughs> welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Uh shout out to Honey Pig. Um and oh wow. Okay. Literally when it comes down to it and you you just go at your own pace. Like you don't have to have, be bombarded by all these different types of video games, anime, manga, comics, cosplay, J pop, K pop, Vietnamese pop, I heard, which is growing. Um it's a, it's a lot. Um, literally, there's a whole bunch of places where you can get to learn it. Discords, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You have social media. If you need some from us, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? We have yeah. Discord. We have whole anime sections. We have we do anime nights. I have mangas upon mangas upon mangas that you might want to read. How it goes. I'm a romantic anime i'm a romance i'm a romantic comedy anime person rom-com. you would never know unless i told you rom-coms the food baby man my man Hachi. not a lot of guys admit that i'm surprised i have no problem I... <laughs> rom-com well, animes are better than action animes no, i, I remember that Impression. Thank you. I, I remember though, because when you told all of us, you were just acting like it was the biggest secret in the world. Like, yeah, like, like it was going to change the game. And I was, like, you sat I us was... down, mm-hmm. and you said it multiple times. It's like, don't forget. And I'm like, okay, all right. 
I was scared. I'm right? sitting there like, bro, we live like... in the same room. What are you talking about? Like, you see, you see the, half the shit I listen, I watch. Like, what are you talking about? That's funny. You watch rom coms with me. <laughs> Other people, they were like, oh man, what type? Of, you watching Sword Art Online? I'm like, yeah. They're like, what's your favorite Top part? I'm like, they, I'm like, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> okay, the I'm first like, two seasons of Sword Art Online, I agree. With. They were like, they were like, they were like, what's your favorite part about Sword Art Online? I'm like, when they got married. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I thought that anime was known as the anime that had the abridged that was better. <laughs> oh, the abridged was great. But yeah, um, I thought that's what sort of like, yeah, that's why I never tried it. So, but oh. when it comes down to, I did watch though, the abridged like, though. Like, literally, there's a genre, there's an anime, there's a manga, there's a comic, there's a video game for everyone. Mm-hmm. So just find it for you and just take your time with it. Romance, yeah. romantic comedies, that's for me. I'm not gonna cap. Love them. Can't get enough of them. My favorite one finally finished out. Oh, yeah. I remember. You, <laughs> oh, you want yeah. that for Christmas, I, I think. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, Blu-ray, please. Um, wow. So. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. All right uh, who, I think we're good on this topic, right? I think we so. are. All right. I think y'all both pretty much said everything about it. I'm just going to reiterate what y'all said then. Basically. Um, this goes to Kenzo because this was his topic. Uh, black representation for anime and cartoons, and how black geeks have embraced. That's all you both. Um, yeah. So I mean, like we all know, we've all started off with animes and cartoons when we were younger. But like you know, we noticed when we were younger, a lot of animes and cartoons didn't have a lot of black characters, and if they were, you know, we kind of took it to heart, and like that was kind of our to go to person like teen titans cyborg was my boy uh john stewart from justice league um there's a couple of people like even aj from um very odd parents and um what's his name i got a boy yeah yeah. it was yeah i actually i actually dressed up as him for high school one day Was it on and, purpose uh, or was it just yeah, it was on purpose? Yeah. Oh, it was somebody on else purpose. was very, somebody else was Timmy, and I was like, "I'll be AJ." Then, yeah. Um, but uh, what was it? Even the guy from Danny Phantom, I can't remember his name, but he always wore the uh, oh, red hat. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about, what but, about uh, Cookie from uh, Ned's Declassified oh, School Survivor? You no, know, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes, that was oh. my show. Oh, somebody did that. Somebody actually really? did that though. Yeah, spirit. It was Spirit Week for high school. Somebody did that. Somebody did oh. classified. They did Cookie. Uh, they did Ned, and mm. I'm also forgetting Shawty's name. I apologize. <laughs> You're good. No, no, but yeah, just like seeing the different representations. It wasn't that much back then, but now it's a lot better. You know, you actually have black characters in animes. You know, not lead just characters. like yeah. yeah, lead characters. Like not even just like how. Dragon Ball Z had what's his name? You know what I'm talking about the Piccolo. dude with the pink. Yeah, oh, Piccolo. Never not, no, not no, Piccolo. I know no, not Piccolo. Piccolo. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking not, about. I can't not, remember. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you know, it's it branched off. I forgot what's his name. It's what King, what is his name? Popo. 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 Yeah, but you know, getting people that actually look like black characters. I mean, black people now, and you know, it's it's refreshing, and you're just like that. I think that was a big sign of relief for the geek and nerd um black well sorry black geek culture we're just like whoa we're actually represented now you guys see us now you see us that we love your stuff like it's about time so um yeah it's 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 grown a lot like even cannon busters that was made by a black animation um company 
I think he was he's actually located in um, Japan right now, and he was on Netflix. If y'all haven't seen it, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, it's the first one I've seen with the almost all black cast. So I mean, a black um, anime character cast. But, Cannon yeah. Busters. Cannon Busters. Yeah. yeah. The opening I sounds like that. a church song. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's a pretty good show and. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got people like that. Like, I've been talking about that with my sister and like my friends before about like, why don't we do an animate, like a um, animation company, black animation company? And, you know, we already got an example right here with that guy right now. And so it's like, you now you see the representation. It's moving on. But I'm going to let y'all talk about it because I'm pretty sure y'all have something to say too. Okay, you got the floor for that one. Okay. So, Jeezy, I was telling you about this one specific anime. And so y'all seen Durarara, right? Of course. So Simon, I saw him. I was like, no, they did not make him look like this. <laughs> he's the best character in the anime. He animal. is though, but <laughs> he really is. he's got he's got the design of a black character that was made in like the 60s but modernized. Yeah. And I didn't appreciate that. But they made his character good. I was just like, why are they making him look like this? Come on. Like, really? But, I mean, they've come a long way. They've come mm. a long way. It really has. So, like, in Fire Force, I forgot what the man's name was. Um, that was That's a good example. And then um, and Cowboy And a black Bebop. voice actor, too. Let's right. get it. <laughs> exactly. So, people have come a long way and I'm just glad that people are finally and also people are fighting for it now like hey this is how our hair is supposed to look this is how we're supposed to sound this is how we're supposed to look in general so I'm we've come a very very long way and I am here for all of it so yeah oh shout out to Animal Crossing for that uh, black hairstyles now right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Josh or say, oh, excuse me. Okay. Um, that's cool. Did you have something to say about it? Oh yeah, no. Um, honestly, like just going, uh, really, like even past the anime, and I, I guess going towards something like, um, like, uh, sorry, superheroes and things like that. Like, if anyone watched that uh, Jimmy Fallon clip where they had, um, you know, Black Panther after people saw it and stuff, they had to say, oh yeah. Um, and they, they were I've they thought that. they were just talking to the movie poster. I mean, I don't know oh, how they got yeah. those people in there and without thinking something was gonna happen, but they that were just talking to the movie poster <laughs> and like just knowing that they were actually talking to him afterwards. And like really what they were saying before with the representation, like there was a lady there with his children uh, sorry, with her children and she was saying like they, they have, you know, someone that, that they think is strong in their life and someone that they could look up to. And like mm-hmm. even from her to her son, with that that generation, you know, difference in gener- uh, generations, and to have multiple people, like it also that um, that one girl who wanted to be a film director, and to look at this and it shows her that she definitely can because there was a lot of other people that were like her that were represented not just on the film, not just within the content, but the actual production of it. Mm-hmm. And when I, it came I think- to music when it came to everything about production the director and everything like i i just think that that itself shows a lot more positivity towards um really people that look like us and not Mm -hmm. just positivity of other people looking at us going oh they could do stuff but more of just reassuring that yes not only can we do stuff but there are other people that have paved ways or have made their own way of getting there Mm -hmm. and it's possible for me to make my own way of getting there Mm -hmm. yeah 
Oh, did you see? I don't know if you guys like watched the behind the scenes on Disney Plus for The Mandalorian and all that, but I didn't know one of the direct one of the four directors was black until I watched it. So I should have yeah. yeah, I, Disney Plus has like a gallery thing where they show you behind the scenes and processes and stuff. No so. spoilers. I'm not. I'm gonna watch season season two. Yeah, I'm when I when I when I stop doing overnight shifts, yeah. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> um, you know what? You guys kind of hit the nail on the head. It's kind of man. It kind of makes me sad because Chad will both his birthday was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, the, yeah. I I do miss him a lot for real. It I, I it's really hard to believe that he's gone. Um, we're on the last topic here. We're gonna probably keep this one kind of short, but at the same time, of course, please remember to scroll. What's up? Sorry, just to also say, um, Jordan. Wait, mm, who was the dude that's doing um, uh, Get Out? Who was directing Get Out? Oh, I almost yeah. He's been doing good too with yes. like showing black people in in horror movies, especially if y'all haven't. And seen we live in too. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Go watch Lovecraft. Part. If you guys have not watched Lovecraft, go watch that. That's a I, good show. I, I want to give it a chance. Uh, where's it yep. at? It's on HBO Yo, Max. Max, bro. Mm. I will get it. You got Verizon. You can watch it on TV, I guess. I don't got Verizon. No, it's AT&T. <laughs> I got Spectrum Mobile. <laughs> oh, it's AT&T. Shout out to me. Yeah, AT&T <laughs> bought out Warner Brothers so that they can get access to all their content. And HBO Max is owned wow. by HBO and Cinemax is owned by Warner Brothers. I'm off like um, after Monday. I'm off for like the next four days, so I will binge watch Mandalorian yeah. and Lovecraft because people keep talking about it, and I, I was sad because I have HBO Max. Um, all right, uh, last one: a place for Black Greeks. Sorry, geeks. Excuse me. My apologies. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, hold on. We did we did talk about Virginia State already, right? Uh, yeah, no, no, we're, we're gonna go into black <laughs> a place for black geeks. Um I have a couple couple links and um of course they're like both on blurred con, but it's black it's uh Revenge of the Blurs, Black Repetition of Your Culture, of course. That is one of the links. But the one of the links that I have is Blurred Con. Blurred Con is a black nerd and geek convention it's in a- Best place in the world. Sorry, Anka I'm got it. Anka got it. Anka got it. Got this one yourself. I'm actually gonna come back home for BlurredCon. I don't know if anybody knows, but it's gonna be in Northern Virginia this year in August. Hopefully, big Rona is not gone. Yeah, 2021. Hopefully, I know it's gonna be around, but hopefully, it's flatlining. I can't wait. Um, but. Anka, who has a lot of experience in cons, I'm jealous. And Kenjo and Sage, they got this one. I've only worked when there was a con across the street. Uh, Y'all got um, the floor. I I would say Kenjo probably, because like usually, kind of like you, um, the conventions I've been to, I usually work there. Mm -hmm. Like I I work with running and helping the tournaments and production and stuff. But really, I want to say... um, Momocon, like uh, I I know the team behind it, like the owner stuff, like even with Smash Studios is is black, and I want to say even the people that run the convention, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that yet. Um, but it really, it's just more importantly, it's an all inclusive place. 
and mm-hmm. like it's it's huge. Like you uh, you were talking about Otakon, and it it sounds like just like that. Like like I I was thinking like you were talking about with like people dancing and stuff outside, oh, yeah. and like and then the different meetups and things like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I really do feel like for that that marriage of uh, geek culture <coughs> and, and being black, like conventions have been a really good place, at least for the ones that I've been to and actually mm-hmm. able to, to take part in. Um, and so yeah. I'll talk, but I, I want to hear um, Anka's response on Azuya. Oh, okay. So last year was my first time going to any like convention like this, of course. Um, I went to QuirkCon, which is the first one or a second one. I'm not sure if it was the first thing, but that was in Durham. And then um, it was low-key. met a lot of people from the cookout um, there. And then when I went to BlurCon in DC for the first time last summer. Um, Is last summer technically this year or is it last year, like 2019? Are we saying that you're not going to include anything of 2020? Because this is going to be I think she uh, did that based on the fact that you said uh, this year, which actually means next year. That's why I said 2021. So this this summer is the summer that just passed, if you want to go with that. Okay. Okay. So summer 2019 <laughs> um, was my first time going to BlurCon with two of my friends that live here um, in the Greensboro area with me. So basically BlurCon was like, I it couldn't have been a better experience for me as my going to my second convention. Um, it was a lot of people, of course, and it was hot and it was musty, but you know, um, deodorant yeah. is key, by the way. <laughs> um yeah. It was one that I, I did cosplay one of my own original characters I designed. Nice. So I, I mean, there was everything. I, I can't even, I don't even know where to begin. Like the food, the vibes, the energy, the after party, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of that. Um, it And everybody was just, you know, there was no gatekeeping. There was like, it was just a good time. And I really hope more people can go to BlurCon. And I know... Um, it was going to be even better this year, but of course they decided, um, given the circumstances, to rightfully cancel it. So, um, and then they didn't have QuirkCon this year anyway, but they're going to bring it back next year. So, um, if you guys get a chance to come to Durham for that, I highly recommend QuirkCon. Um, Durham Convention Center isn't that big, but it's still worth it. Um, so... Uh, there were big, the best thing about BlurCon though was the panels that I did get a chance to sit in. Um, I don't know if you guys know um, Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, he he he. I don't know if he spoke at one. Well, he he was in the audience and he spoke at one. But then uh, Lila Bobina, she was on one. She was one of the panelists along with Cipher. Um, I don't know if y'all know her, but it was just a great opportunity to listen to other people in the black community really talk about things that you may get a glimpse of on Twitter, but seeing it in person, actually putting people's faces to their handles makes a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just somebody hiding behind a screen and that way you can actually see who's actually real out here (laughs) and not just saying things for clout. So, um, on, on top of that, um, there's a lot of people like in the vendor area that yeah. gosh that that was amazing in itself i people are so creative and you would have never even known they existed unless you go to these type of things so don't sleep on it 
That's what I was. Uh, <laughs> when when Kenzo brought back my first no. katana, I was excited. <laughs> my bad. I, didn't mean to cut, I didn't mean to cut you off. Say that one last part. What'd you just say? No, I said just don't try to experience it as much as you can. Of course, take your time because conventions are a lot. They are a lot. You have to plan beforehand because you can't, you can't, you won't be able to go to everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, Oh, another thing that was cool was the um, live. They showed a live action version of Samurai Shampoo or whatever that Red oh. Team Pro did. Yeah, so um, it was in conjunction with Quirktastic. So mm. they actually showed a, a live premiere of it at BlurCon in 2019. So you can get access to something like that. So it's worth it. That's actually really, really okay. cool. Yeah. yeah, they can actually do a live action. Well, I, I hope they can do it correctly, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I really do want to cosplay. Um, what, Mugen? The, the no, the Deathloop character. Oh, um, yeah, I like. I've been looking at this Deathloop game for like a while now, but I really want to cosplay as the Deathloop character. But enough about that, Kenzo. No, no, I. Sorry, cons. I get excited about cons because cons are great. Like. Honestly, Otakon, I didn't I wasn't gonna go at first and then like Zozo and like other friends were telling me to go and I had a blast. Like the first con I actually went to with um was NecoCon and that was in Hampton and that was with my sister and her boyfriend and that was fun. It was small, it was low key, but you know, it had artist alley, had vendors and everything and um you know, that was the first time seeing different people and like their cosplays and stuff and you have like you know, it's science fiction or anime. I think they even had a, what was it called? Um, <laughs> they had like a drag queen show <laughs> one night too. Yeah, it was, that room was lit. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. I didn't know if you say anything, uh, Bianca. Oh, okay. oh, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> Dang. Okay. <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking I for this. I was going to show y'all what the cast shoot, looked like. Don't let me go. So. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I have a couple. I'm about to go do it. <laughs> I, I, mine, mine are in uh, the, the tubs with my production stuff. So I, can't I only I only have like a, an Overwatch League one. That's really about right. it. Yeah, I, I, was about to, I was about to say, I saw oh, a girl in there too. I was about to go oh, wait a minute. And then Necrocon. Wait, no. Yeah, Necrocon and Katsukon because I just went there one day. But I ain't gonna do all that. I think it's oh. cool how they design these passes themselves. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, they... go out. No, I agree. Yeah. And I it's just that. like cons are great. Like I said, like how Anka was saying with the um, after parties, mm-hmm. those after parties are lit. Like those after parties are straight up lit, and people are wearing like LED stuff and everything, and just going crazy and vibing out. Like Otakon, that was the best one because also. Bradio. Bradio is like my favorite Japanese band. They played the song, the opening for um, Death Parade. I know y'all probably heard me play it before. But yeah, yeah. They got like a, they have a disco type vibe because the main singer, he actually likes black culture. Like he was listening to like Michael Jackson, all these other, um, you know, old school um, black artists. And that's where he gets a lot of his creativity from. And so like he was playing and he was playing all his songs and everybody was going crazy. It like I'm just sitting there in my cosplay, me and my friends in our cosplay, we just sitting there dancing and stuff. And it's it's honestly it's a great feeling knowing like everybody was just jamming out with you and like the artist vendors and like the regular vendors and stuff, they're phenomenal artists. Like 
everybody's got their own style. It's not like everybody's the same. They got their own style. Somebody makes stickers. Somebody makes posters. Somebody makes like pillow covers. Somebody makes uh, shirts and all that stuff. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff out there. Nobody's doing the same exact thing. And so when y'all were talking about capitalizing, yeah, there's a whole bunch of room for you to make something. I'm pretty sure I didn't see like a whole bunch of stands that had like black anime characters or like characters in like that were portrayed as black character people. Pretty sure you can probably make some money off of that. I'm not gonna lie, but um, it's just yeah, in general, you know, That's, exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it, it's a whole bunch of creativity out there, and everybody's like, they're really inclusive. And a lot of artists, like, I, that's why I say instead of going to vendors, because vendors are just, you know, regular stores and stuff, people that are, you know, selling different stuff, go to Artist Alley, support the artists, because they, they put a lot of money and time into their products, and they're trying, to, that's pretty much their bread and butter, and cons are where they make their money. Mm-hmm. And so, like, sometimes they can walk out of there without getting one sale. So I try to go by and get people's cards and stuff. So, I, I yeah, go to a con, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, I, I did that in... um. <laughs> My MomoCon too, because I, I went to the artist alley area and, like, I, I like this the the picture it was a psycho mob uh, picture that they drew, and so I decided to buy it. It was only five dollars, and the way that her face just lit up, like, really, you're gonna buy my work? Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, that's yeah, the best part. Nice. Mm-hmm. Was, she was like, thank you so much. I was like, you know, you're definitely welcome. I mean, yeah, like, it looked it, you did great. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I also wanted to say too, because GB Kid, although halfway probably joking. I uh, said that thing. I missed out. I, I missed out. I'm not even halfway no, joking. Which, which I missed is, out. What's crazy wow. about it is, I, I feel like well, the way the way people should probably go about it too, because I'm not just talking about you, but I feel like a lot of other people probably think this too. It's like there's going to be other things. Hopefully, you know, after COVID, but there's like there's there's going to be other things. I know these these uh the organizers are already trying to get things going for 2021. If not, uh, well, late 2021. If not, uh, 2022. But like, mm-hmm. really, I guess the way that I feel like, because it's not just with cons, but like geek culture in general, and like again having to catch up, I say take your time and just try to basically experience and enjoy what you can go to, because you'll find out that actually the the time isn't wasn't just then; the time is now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, if anything, if anybody has anything else to say, I think it's time to wrap this one up. Oh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, when it comes down to it and doing overnight, I'm pretty sure I need to take like a quick three hour nap. Maybe I might go to bed at like That's seven, maybe like take a two hour nap or maybe a three hour nap. <laughs> Keep pushing. Um, and okay, I'm, I'm gonna let everybody have their last remarks on the floor. Of course, you guys can say whatever you want, promote your channels, you know, promote your artwork, promote whatever you want to promote. Go ahead. And but since Anka is our special guest, she has the floor first. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> no, um, the only thing I really want to promote um is my friends channel that I share with them, the Weave Closet, as we mentioned earlier. I know we're on hiatus. I actually have to finish editing a video um and put that up there, but we have a Discord. We're on YouTube as the Weave Closet. Um, and then um I don't know what else. We have a Twitch channel. All that stuff is linked various places. Um, and I do I do, do graphic design and all that, but I just, and I have a nonprofit. I just got a lot going on. So right now my main focus, yeah, it's good to stay busy. So 
um, that's all I want to promote. And um, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to be a guest on your first podcast. Like, that's a great honor. So I hope I was able to contribute some good information. So. I, I, I low-key, like, when it came down to this podcast idea, I was like, I got to get the homegirl Ankh on here. Um, uh, Subaru is a... Don't start. The best... Don't start. Um, Please, y'all. Main character. Uh, uh, Kenzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you go to, if you go to her her discord which i am currently in uh if you go if you it's gonna take a minute but if you scroll <laughs> all the way up in the weaved bait you're gonna see me and Anka literally go at it when it comes to the super baby hat but uh, i'm like can't take this <laughs> uh, uh i don't really have that much to promote i mean i do stream sometimes on twitch i need to stream more uh, i feel bad <laughs> but um yeah, if you do go on Twitch, it's Kenjo0614. Uh, and I'll stream a variety of stuff. It might be art. It might be uh, Yakuza, Apex. I haven't played Kingdom Hearts in a while, but might play at it again. But, um, yeah, it's a whole bunch of different stuff. I just kind of just right now it's just working. And then I'm like, you know, I feel like streaming today. I'm a stream. But, um, yeah. I do, I do want to get back into streaming a little bit more now, and so I, I promote that. So yeah, that's about it right now. I don't have a lot of stuff on my Instagram yet with art wise, but I'm planning on. I just got this drawing tablet, so hopefully it'll take off a little we bit. We better see some <laughs> content. Okay, but <laughs> Sage. Oh yeah. So uh, as y'all may know. Um, so as head of uh, content creation for grand scheme gaming we actually have a lot of stuff in the works just for the whole entire organization including this very show um so yeah like um we're looking to have more tournaments in the future uh whether it be online and offline i know uh we're planning especially for offline uh we're, we're planning on trying to continue that as we were before uh everything happened in 2020 um as well as like just really watch out for our uh social media which is uh grand scheme gaming or grand scheme gg on twitter uh grand scheme gaming um instagram uh even linkedin if you want to definitely check us out there we have a discord of course uh you can definitely check out the links um i want to say wherever they should be in the description of wherever you're, you're listening to if not you can definitely check out our website when it's available uh grand scheme gg so um yeah, a lot of things of the work. Can't really announce uh, much of it though right now. So can't announce too much. So that's more of a whole surprise. Um, and I guess the last one is me. Well, when it comes down to it, I don't really have much to promote. Uh, I got all right. I, I do, but at the same time, I do want to promote this channel. I definitely please expect more out of these three knuckleheads that you see on the screen right here. I appreciate you, Anka, for coming out to really and really like being a guest. Mm -hmm. Like literally, it was a really great discussion. I apologize if we went past the time. I know we said like 5:30, but you know some stuff and some things happen. And it's been, a, uh, you know, it's been a good uh, conversation all together. But when it comes down to it, uh, if you want to follow me, GB Kid, on doesn't matter. Since I passed on Twitter, GB Kid on IG, GB Kid on Twitch, and of course the home team, Grand Scheme Gaming as well. Uh, when it comes down to it, I'm really glad everybody who's plans to come out and see this podcast comes out and sees this podcast uh i'm pretty sure we're gonna have all put this podcast on all platforms i want to yeah, say um, yeah, yeah i think yeah i think even, we are. even platforms we're not currently on right now 
I plan to put it on. Not her, no. Yeah, and it'll be our first time. But, you know, support the show. Rate it five stars. Or, you know, rate us. Let us know what we can do better. Let, let us know what we could add more on. Um, but my name is GB Kid. That's Kenjo. I, oh, I'm going to go off like the screen. That's Kenjo. Wait, wait, wait. That's yeah, Kenjo. Yeah, you went the wrong way. Yeah. That's, That's Kenjo. Uh, Hi. Hi. Yo. So, who else do you want? Uh, that's stage. Hi. And that's Anka. Wait a minute. This is a video. Bro. We're going to yeah. do like, no one's going to see this. All right. Wait a minute. No, no, no. And then that's GB Kid right there. All right. <laughs> Thank you everyone for being here. Don't forget, you can contact us on Twitter. Just add us, talk to us, and uh, I'll let you close it out, GB Kid. See this Dragon Ball? My bad. Um. All right, everyone. Um. Great having you here. I hope you learn a lot of things, and I hope um, learn more from us as we keep on with our podcast. Right, but we're all out. And uh, be easy, be easy, be easy, be breezy. Don't never be sleazy in the streets because the streets is never easy. We'll be out. <laughs> <laughs>